The following audio content is a talk from Convergence, a service for young adults at University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website at upc.org forward slash young adults. Welcome. Can I tell you one of my most embarrassing moments? I have a lot of them. So I'm 29 years old. I'm in a clothing store in the Midwest, which is great, and you don't know where it is. You can't check this story out. I was in this store, and it had a dressing room, a long line, and it was kind of a cheaper clothing store, so the doors are made of cloth. And I'm minding my own business, and I am going to try on a pair of pants. I go down to reach for the pants, and it is like someone took a pair of pliers onto my spine and just, like this, I'm like, ah! And I literally remember falling like a tree. Like, I'm down, pulling these pants. I'm like, ah! And I can't grab anything. I just fall. I'm like, ah! Bam! And I'm like lying on the ground looking up. And I'm sorry for this picture. With just pants. Like, down there. I'm like, I will not be taken by paramedics in this position. <laughs> and I remember just, <laughs> to the cloth door and just, and literally remember changing back and walking out like like this little old man walking like this with the pants because I, I bought the pants. I, mean, I actually did buy the, I will take these and can you take my credit card out of my wallet because I can't carry it. But I literally, so ever since then, this is not that extreme, but some version of this happens about once a year. It, I'm letting you into my life a little bit right now. No, and 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 the uh, uh, usually it's kind of my little body's way of saying you need to slow down a little bit. But it happened on Sunday, so tonight I am walking. I literally have been like I've been like laid out today, so that I'm walking miracle. Um, and I want to tell you, so if you catch me all of a sudden talking, all of a sudden I go, "Ow!" I just want to let you know that's where I'm coming from. I'm in a lot of pain as I talk to you tonight. So I'm just going to let you in on that and just also let you know that uh, if I do fall over, you guys are up, okay? All right? Yeah, thank you. Okay? All right, if I'm down, just or just bring the Bible down. <laughs> Maybe not even get me up. Yeah. All right. God, thanks for this chance to be together. And we ask that your spirit will clear some room in here because I know that people's lives are full. Their brains are moving a mile a minute right now and 100 miles an hour trying to uh, manage so many different things. They've got friendships that they're trying to manage, people who have hurt their feelings that they're trying to figure out what to tell them. They've got family dynamics going on that they don't understand or they're trying to kind of pull away from or they're trying to manage through, and those, that takes their energy. Lord, they've got jobs, some of which are going well, some of which come and go, and they're trying to figure that out. They feel Some of them feel satisfied in their job. We give you thanks for that feeling of having landed, of having being in a place that they feel like there's that sweet spot, that fit. And then there's some people in this room that I know right now that feel like it's still coming, that they're still not in the right place. Or they might even feel like they landed in a place they thought was the right place and it turns out it really wasn't. So they may feel confused. We know there are people in this room that are in relationships that are going really well and we give you thanks for that. Thank you for those, those relationships in here where the people feel treated well, where they found their partner. And we know there are people in this room that are aching for that. 
it's hard for them to fully be present tonight because they're thinking about that. So we, we pray, for, pray, Lord, that you'll help us tonight to give you our burdens. Set them down at your feet. Even if it's just for an hour and a half. We trust them to you and say, Lord, take it. So that we can be here together. Be church. All God's people said. So we are going through um, John's, ser- John's uh, series on, on in, uh, in light of mercy. This idea of mercy being a church word that gets overused. This idea of of, um, of something that if, if you don't, if this term bores you, you don't get it. And if this term bores you, there's a good chance. Um, that there's a huge part of your faith life that is still untapped for you. And it's this idea that, that Paul is getting at when he's talking to the, to the, to the, the Romans, he's just saying, or the church in Rome, when he's talking to Romans, he's saying, listen, everything that we have, everything that we get to do is in light of this thing called mercy, this thing that, that says we don't deserve it, we didn't earn it, we can't impress enough to get what God's going to do. This is going to be an incredibly revolutionary View of the church, as we talked about. This idea that he's going to dismantle. It doesn't matter how much training you have. It doesn't matter how much education you have, how much money you have, how influential your parents were. There's going to be this revolutionary new way that's going to be solely based on God's mercy. You didn't earn it. You can't earn it. So there's going to be this incredible new thing that's coming through. And then he's going, to, he's going to go through a list of these gifts. And you guys have already started that. But let me, let's take it through. Um, where do you guys have it? Verse 6. Actually, I'll read it from here because I have a little different version. So read it with me. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. Now let me stop you there. The grace, there's a different couple ways that, God, or that uh, the word grace is used in the Bible. One is this, sort of this idea of... Uh, it's really tied to mercy. I like the way that John says it's like mercy is, is like, what do you, the, the, the little brother, what do you say? How do you say it, John? The, of mercy. Yeah, the little brother to grace. So that's about as good as you can say it right there. It's like if you're going to tap into mercy, you're right on the road to grace. That, that's kind of what you mean by that. Yeah, I love that. There's another way they use the word grace, and it really equates to the, like the idea of gifting. So that each of you has a grace, like lowercase g. Grace it means there's a grace given to you. Now, grace, do you know how they got to the place where this building needs painting? And maybe it is that there's some people in there that need to have somebody come in and just listen to them because nobody t- treats them like adults. Maybe serving in that moment is getting quiet, sitting down with someone saying, tell me your story because no one's ever treated them with dignity versus grabbing your paintbrush, slapping your coat of paint on and getting back on your plane and going home. Serve because you've listened. Teach because you've listened. Final thing is that I think Paul puts these up here together because I think they're interconnected. They're distinct. John and I were talking last night. They're not the same thing. They're two different gifts. But I want to challenge you that the teachers that I respect, the ones that are mature, serve. And that the people who serve, who are mature, teach. When I was a little kid, I had a neighbor, Don. And Don was the guy, some of you 
know what I'm talking about. He was the guy that got me and made me all the like toys and cool things that little boys are supposed to have that your parents aren't going to probably make you. Like a blowgun. Like, that was a great thing for me. I loved having a blowgun. Six feet, conduit pipe, little dummies with a toothpick that would just rock it out of there. Like, that's awesome. Dad never made me one of these. Thank you, Don. You know. <laughs> Tractor tire inner tubes that you could get inside of and roll your sister down hills. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Didn't think I needed one of these. This is awesome. He just knew how to kind of serve. And this is the truth. I remember when I was 10 years old, my dad was teaching me how to build a fence. And we were building the fence. And this is, this is in a, my dog, for my dog. And I remember just my dad teaching me how to use a skill saw. And my dog ran across the street. Got hit by a car. Right when we were building the fence for him. And I remember watching it. Just that feeling of, I can't take back the last two seconds. Ugliest little white dog you'd ever seen. Just ripped across that street and just gone. And I just remember yelling, and it was like three seconds, Don is right there. And he's only like 5'2". So he's just got his arm right around my, I'm 10, he's just walking me like this. My dad has to go out there and take care of it. Don must have walked 20 laps with me around my yard, just around the fence, just walking and walking and walking and walking. My favorite teacher at the UW was a guy named Willis Koenig. And Willis Koenig was a uh, comparative lit teacher. And he would, there would be like, um, I don't know if some of you graduated from there, I don't even remember the building, but it's on the quad, but they have these concentric, like half, um, you know, the teacher, they're like semicircles of benches in staggered order. And he would just get up there as he was starting to teach, and he would just start, boop, 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 start walking all the way down, because it would go from one thing to the other, and people would just be clearing their books this way and that way, and like that and like this. And he'd just be talking about Frankenstein this, or, you know, you know all these different kinds of novels. There was something about that, and you know where some of you have seen me pull people up when I'm doing my teaching, that's where I learned it. He would do the same thing. You, come here. And he would just be like, oh, thank you that it's not me. You know, <laughs> that was all you cared about. Just please, please. Although you kind of wanted it too because you got a lot, you know, it's kind of neat to be pulled out there. He was just such a great guy. So, but this was where I learned to teach. He was the one at the end of the UW. I didn't really know any of my professors that well. But Willis Koenig, out of 350 people, he remembered one of my papers and I went to him when I thought I'd go to seminary. And I don't think he had anything to do with the church. He was the guy they sat down with, and he said, David, I would love to be a recommendation for you to go to seminary. I think it's great. Now, here's the thing about teaching and serving. Is I think Don, that day, in serving me, taught me about caring for someone in the moment. And Willis Koenig, who taught me about teaching, the way that I still use, served me when I needed somebody to step forward and say, I know him, he's good. They're interconnected. Those of you who teach, you serve. Those of you who serve, don't ever forget it. People are watching you. And sometimes the loudest sermon 
on a church Sunday is going to be from you. Change a life the way that you teach. If you used to believe in this, and you see the people in the robes, and you see the people with the fancy talks, and then you see the person carrying a cup of coffee, and you intrinsically believe this, I want to challenge you to get in line with Paul. Put them together. See them unite. Join in and start saying, where are we all going as a body to reach this world? Let's do it together with all of our gifts. All God's people said? Dear Lord, thank you so much for the chance to be with you. I pray right now there are people in this room going, I don't know what my gifting is, or I don't feel like I've got a a gift that is being used, or there's some people who feel like, Lord, I do have a gift, but I feel exhausted because I feel like I've been using it over and been over and don't feel like I've got any rest. Lord, help us to grow up our gifts so that we give in the right amount, that we give in the right time, that we give in a way where we can celebrate, where we can see ourselves as equal part of your grace gifted to become a part of your body that functions to make the whole. And we pray for the world that we as a body are being called to. Pray right now, I know that there are people in their apartment building right this minute who are sitting by themselves who believe that they are all by themselves. Lord, let us get them. By your spirit, your power, help us find them. And all God's people said, Amen.